Hey everybody, welcome to Beautifully Healthy. I am Dr. Allison Key, joined today by my esteemed colleague, Erica Smith. Hello. And we are so thrilled to have Sarah Claudia Tillman back in the studio, if you want to call it a studio. It's our studio. Our studio. Back in the studio with us. Um, If you listened last week, Sarah Claudia was a, um, this is probably not the appropriate word, but by all standards, normal, healthy, Mm -hmm. active young woman, a junior in college on the equestrian team, a local girl, just all around had her life together and going in the right direction, had a simple surgery and essentially went home from the surgery. And that night her mom slept with her in the bed. Something woke her mom up. She was unresponsive in the bed, got her to the hospital when they got her back. She was on a ventilator. When they finally got her woken up, she'd lost her vision completely and Mm -hmm. uh, deaf in one ear. And we haven't even gotten to talk about Mm -hmm. uh, losing your hearing. We've Mm -hmm. just been talking about how your life has changed um, since you lost your vision and also kind of what God's doing in your life um, since all this happened as well. And uh, your story, I told you when we finished up last week that I was kind of obsessed with you. Like this is so fascinating and inspirational and you're so positive. And so we really appreciate you coming back and talking some more with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. So when we were kind of finishing up, we were talking about clothes and your Mm -hmm. closet and that sort of thing. Um, and after we wrapped up, Erica asked you if you, um, manage your money Mm -hmm. differently. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So on my iPhone, I have all sorts of different apps that help me, but one of them is a money reader. So I can hold a bill in front of the camera and it'll tell me if it's a five or a 10 and then I fold it different ways. So a 10, I fold hot dog style, five is hamburger style, and then twenties, I fold both. So I fold it um, twice. So it's real small. So it helps you stay organized, but I guess mm-hmm. it also prevents people from sort of taking advantage of yes. you if you were to pull out the wrong, yeah, the pull wrong out, bill. Yeah, pull out a hundred. They're like, oh yeah, that's a five. And that would, <laughs> your that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. So many things that you don't think about that, you know, mm-hmm. you sort of take for granted. Have, have you been in a situation, like you said, a lot of people can't tell that you're blind. Mm-hmm. Have you been in a situation where you felt like someone was trying to take advantage of you? Um, not really. It's more people just don't know. And then it, it gets real awkward. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't yeah, say I've, be awkward. I've never really let myself be in a vulnerable position because from the day, you know, I realized what had happened to me, I knew, okay, I'm, I'm more vulnerable now. And so I, I don't really go places by myself that much, even though I have the means. So I have the skills to, you know, walk down the street by myself. I know that I'm a young woman who is vulnerable and I don't ever want to put myself in that position. So I say that to young girls all the time, like Mm -hmm. just because you can do something doesn't mean you should Mm -hmm. do something. Um, specifically speaking about vulnerabilities, that's for men, women, everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, just don't put yourself in a position. So not just because of, Mm -hmm. um, the blindness but yeah for any for any of us exactly. these days i'm telling you what this may be a hard question what do you miss the most about your sight oh my goodness there's so many things but probably the main one is just being able to get in the car and drive myself somewhere even if it's just going to the grocery store or just driving down the road it's always the little things that i miss the most sure. and you know i miss seeing my family i miss being able to see a sunrise and ride my horse but i think just that independence is what i miss the most your independence is probably what's 
restored to you the freedoms you do have mm-hmm. too though you yeah. were saying you know if somebody tells you you can't do something then by <laughs> golly i'm gonna do it Always. but there are just some limitations that you have to Mm-hmm. to some degree except oh yeah not, although they say they're going to have self-driving cars oh. one of these days so. i'm going to let them test those for a good <laughs> like 10 years smart girl smart get all girl. the kinks worked out and then i'll i'll try it out after that smart lady here <laughs> we're sitting with so how is your hearing how is that mm-hmm. only being able to hear out of one ear yeah. do you hear anything out of like ringing Mm-mm. buzzing anything or? well it's kind of like a white noise yeah um but it's it's just added to the confusion that is my life in social settings because I already can't see where the sounds are coming from. And if somebody's on my bad side, you might as well just not talk to me because especially if it's loud, if it's not a loud place, I don't notice it that much, honestly. But as soon as I get somewhere where there's a lot of background noise, it's very hard. I and bet. So it's been, it's been interesting and just learning how to deal with it has been a struggle, but... They say if if one of your senses is disabled, that mm-hmm. the other says senses are heightened to kind of mm-hmm. um, take up for that. Yes. But if you're, I imagine that's hard if your sight is gone and half of your mm-hmm. hearing. Well, I definitely think despite losing most of my hearing, I still would say my hearing is heightened because I rely on it more. I wouldn't say I hear better, but I just notice things more. I pick up on little things. And if if somebody's moving something in my house, I know it. If somebody's like getting into my food that I have on the (laughs) counter or something, I know it. So I just pay attention to it more. Like with my dog, I rely on my hearing a lot with him to know, is he walking around the house? Is he laying down Um, in the yard? Is he doing the little dance he does before he goes to the bathroom? I mean, you just learn to rely on it. And despite not having one ear that I can hear out of, um, I rely on the other one a whole lot. Do you feel like your sense of touch has mm-hmm. heightened? So, I mean, I, I'm sure you yes. have just with different fabrics and touch feel. Yes, definitely. I can tell things apart very well with my fingers. And um, reading Braille, learning Braille helped too because I had to do a lot of little sensitivity um, training before I started learning just because the dots are so small Mm -hmm. and you're not used to feeling things and discerning with your fingers things that are that small and that hard to tell apart so I had to do a lot of that and and that helped me kind of start to paying attention to different textures and just the subtle ways things can feel different. You said that you're doing a lot of public speaking now Mm -hmm. and you always kind of end with some question time. What are some of the more bizarre questions that you've been asked? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it's been little kids and grown-ups because I've spoken to all different ages and one of the funniest ones I've gotten a couple of times is how do you drive? Nice. And I know I they don't mean it that way. I know they mean, you know, how do you get around? Yeah. But I've been asked who dresses you in the morning. Um, I've been asked how do you go to sleep by both small kids and older people have asked me, how do you, how do you go to sleep? And I haven't really been able to figure out what they're meaning by that. Just like, well, I get in bed and I, I close my eyes, but (laughs) I think it hasn't been too bizarre. It's just been, people are curious about my everyday They're They can't imagine doing just everyday things without your sight. And it's, it's interesting to people. So that's why I'm always stay real patient with those questions because I like explaining that usually I don't do things that are 
that different than sighted people. Usually it's just the same things. I've just learned how to adapt a little bit or I've learned how to maneuver it while I can do it pretty much the same way. So it's it's very interesting. Do you do a lot of cooking at your house? I do. I I use the crock pot mostly um, because, you know, you can put something in there and you, you don't have to worry about it not being done. Mm-hmm. It's going to be done after eight hours. But I label everything in my kitchen in Braille. So all of my appliances are labeled. I have measuring cups and measuring spoons that are in Braille. And like my closet, my pantries and my um, refrigerator are very organized. So I know where everything is. Everything has a spot. And whenever I want to cook something new, I'll have my mom or my sister or somebody kind of go through the recipe with me. And that's where my other senses come in a lot. I pay attention to how something sounds Mm -hmm. as it's cooking or how it smells. And a lot of times I have to mix things with my hands because when you can't see, it's just hard to use utensils sometimes. Right. So I'm always I'm always clean, wash my hands, but definitely using my hands a lot helps with cooking. What about grocery shopping? Um, there, there is a way to get a personal shopper, but I don't trust, I don't trust people. Like I said, my mom's brutally honest and she'll tell me, you know, this food, this doesn't look good. Let's go find something else. And so I usually take her, one of my friends, and they help me pick out the best looking fruit, the freshest food. Um, And that's just, that's how I do it. We make like a weekly trip. And my friend Erica, she usually takes me and she knows I'm a creature of habit. So I pretty much get the same things. So we go through the grocery list pretty quickly. What, um, you know, I've never really paid attention how Mm -hmm. difficult is it to find resources in braille it's very difficult it it usually involves going online and paying a lot of money um for braille (laughs) things they're unfortunate yeah yeah. there are some things that will be free but most of the time you're not going to find a menu in braille at a restaurant unless you're going to there's two places olive garden and um there's one other place i think it was carabas maybe one other place i've ever been offered a braille menu so you don't usually find them, you know, just out in society. Right. But my mom, she loves getting me um, things in Braille for Christmas. So Braille board games, I have Monopoly in Braille, I have Braille books, all sorts of different things. And technology, I have a note taker. It's kind of like a little, um, a little personal computer. You can type documents on there, type notes, but you can also connect it to your phone through Bluetooth so I can text in Braille with it. But Hmm. all of these things are very expensive. So I'm sure. I'm sure. I am sure. I asked you about if you'd been taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Have you found yourself relying on the kindness of strangers? Yes. And and people are generally very kind. Once they realize I'm blind, they're very kind. But it's it's hard. Like we said before, I don't look blind. I don't really know stereotypical, I guess, with your cane and sunglasses. But if I don't have those things, people don't know. And that's where people can be very impatient, um, especially mm-hmm. places like the airport or public transportation. I don't move as quickly as other people. And people people can be mean. And I always say, you know, my mom will say, well, get your cane out so they know. And I always say, well, they shouldn't need an excuse to be nice. And I, I think it's true. It's taught me a lot about being patient with people because you never know what they're dealing with or, or what their situation is. Mm, that is good food for thought there, <laughs> Missy. I would like to hear a little bit more about how you've seen God work in your life mm-hmm. and through your life since this is before and after mm-hmm. and since this has happened and a little, yeah. a little bit of that. Well, I was raised growing up um, very strong Christian Baptist foundation. So I grew up going to church and 
Sunday school and all the youth retreats. So I had that foundation, but I never really knew what it was to have that personal relationship with Christ. And I was kind of just going through the motions. But when I lost my sight, prayer was really the only way my family and I knew to deal with it because it was just too hard to deal on our own. And anytime we tried to talk about it together, those first few days, it just turned into a cry fest and we never got anywhere. So I learned I can talk to God and I can be completely honest with what I'm struggling with and I don't have to worry about upsetting him or, you know, somebody making me cry, whatever it was. So I started praying a lot and it was really just for healing at first. I would ask him every night to bring my sight back. But as I got more comfortable praying to him, it started to grow more into me asking him for comfort and for peace and for hope. And I got more comfortable talking to him and going to him with all of my problems because every time I would be struggling with just feeling left out or feeling isolated because of my blindness and I would pray to him about it and ask for comfort, I would feel that weight lifted off my shoulders. And that was something I had never experienced before because I had never taken the time to really pray to him and to go to him with all my burdens. And so that was amazing to me. And I think that's really where the the peace with my whole situation came from because I started to see, okay, you know, with God, I, I think I can handle this. So from there, I found a friend in God because it was, it was very hard because I lost a lot of friends just being in a different situation. And so my relationship with him started to grow in that way as well. And instead of constantly wondering where all these opportunities were lost and where I was going to go from here. I just turned it all over to him and I said, okay, God, take this. This is too big for me to handle, but I know that if anybody can make this into a positive, it's you. So I started just to try to really listen to what he wanted me to do next. And that's where I got the crazy idea to go back to school and I got the confidence to start speaking. And I started to see all of these opportunities and doors opening when I thought I had nothing to look forward to in my life. And your course has changed completely. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you said you wake up knowing that mm-hmm. there's an opportunity and something to do yeah. every day. And I'm sitting over here trying not to cry. Oh, <laughs> I mean, this is just such a, a beautiful story. And you're an amazing speaker. Like You are so yes. captivating in your story. It Thank is, you. It's incredible. I appreciate it. It's all God. And I, you know, people ask me, how, how do you get through it? And every day it's a choice. And every day it's me saying, okay, God, get me through because every day there's another frustration. I drop something and can't find it. Or, you know, um, my house is a mess and I can't find what I'm looking for. Or I'm frustrated because I can't drive myself somewhere. Every day it's something new. And I just have to take a step back and say, okay, God, you've gotten me this far. Get me through the next five minutes of this frustration. And that's how I I get through it on a daily basis because I don't think I've gotten through it. I think I'll never get over not being able to see, but it's just a daily choice to find the positive despite the situation. I think a lot of good people who are raised as Christians have that empty Christianity, Mm -hmm. if you know, for lack of a better word. And there's really nothing like a tragedy Mm -hmm. (laughs) that can help you truly Mm -hmm. understand what a relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. can do for your life. Yeah. Even in the worst situation, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, nightmare scenario, like, and that's, I feel like what so many people are Mm -hmm. missing is that true relationship, which is really all he wants. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's got that unending 
offer of peace mm-hmm. for you, you know, no yes. matter what situation you're facing. Yeah. So that's probably the best thing that's come out of this. Mm-hmm, definitely. What other opportunities have you had? What other things are you doing now that excite you? Yeah, I have a blog, com, and I write about all of my different adventures, um, traveling, lifestyle. I, I talk about how I cook, how I use technology, and just everyday things. And I also have a segment on Community Voice on the radio every month where I interview different people from the community who have also gone through some sort of challenge or change because that's been such an amazing experience to me just seeing how many people are hurting in this world but how many people are also moving through it and rising above it and it's it's a whole new community that I, I never really knew much about all these people who are facing different challenges and different changes and facing it with strength and perseverance and it's it's inspiring to me absolutely well you are a an incredible inspiration and we loved having you on and hope to have you on again sometime. Definitely. This, is, um, this has been, I think, my favorite. Oh, my favorite episode. Oh, thank this you. This is awesome. We you got uh, such a positive vibe. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we I, just being in your presence is just so positive and so wonderful. And so we just appreciate you coming on. And um, tell us again your podcast where people can kind of follow you my, in your journey. And my blog is sarahclaudia.com. And then I'm on Facebook at Sarah Claudia Tillman. Instagram at Sarah Claudia, and I will have a podcast yeah, um, all right. in the next month or so. So be looking out for that. It'll be called the Finding Light Podcast. Oh, I love it. I love yes. it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah Claudia. Thank you. Good thank luck. You. Thank you. All right, y'all. Till next time, stay healthy.